Welcome everyone to the Parley. to another edition of the parlay we are your host my name is woody this is joey and we are back with a very 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 special edition of the parlay we are joined by a very special guest joey go ahead and intro, intro our guest man well guys we got a very special episode coming from you we're actually in class classes in session we got the professor of rtu on with us tonight how are you doing tonight rtu hey i'm pretty good man I'm so glad to be here so this is an episode we're really um, excited to have. We wanted to get you on maybe a week or so ago. Um, the schedule's conflicted a little bit, but um, that's the life of the podcaster for sure. Um, I just want to first off start by giving you your flowers for your consistency on your show and the, um, I want to say the prestige that it has, because I know guys get up there and they get to talking, but um, when you talk, they listen, and it's because you're knowledgeable of the game call it how it is and you're entertaining so i definitely want to give you your flowers for um providing that entertainment that this league needs hey man i definitely appreciate you bro it took some time to you know what i mean build my little brand and get to where i'm at man but you know i'm starting to see a little bit of results but man i appreciate you man yeah and uh i'll say personally thanks for being on time very punctual you know we we gave you a day we gave you a time unlike some guests that we've tried to get on they'll kind of you know, don't, don't miss the time. So, you know, as a, as a professor that you are, you understand the importance of punctuality. So just thanks for being on time, man. Hey, no doubt, man, no doubt. Joey, you're so messy, man. <laughs> but, <laughs> but he's right. He's right. Punctuality is great. Um, we all know we have lives. Me and you, we're both fathers. So we know we got our families. We got our kids. Um, but um, to be able to be here on time, we really do appreciate and have you on here. Is, um, it's a big deal to us. I know it's a big deal to me. Um, I think Joey would definitely uh, say that as well. Um, yes, sir. So let's get into some football for the people that, you know, here in Florida that are listening that don't know exactly who you are. You are a player here in the A7FL. Um, I would consider, I'll consider you a veteran. Um, yes, sir. But what team do you play for? What position do you play? And we'll go for there. Just give us a little background. Well, <clears throat> first, you know, like I said, thanks again for having me on. Um, I play for the D.C. Buzz. I play safety number 33, you know, Keith Salmon Jr. That's my name, my, you know, actual name. But a lot of dudes go, you know, call me RTU. So, you know, I've been playing in this league since 2015. I've been on championship teams. Almost won an A7 chip, but came up a little short, you know, the year. Um, I'm not, I don't know if you guys are familiar with when the year A7FL, the two Baltimore teams in the championship, I played for one of those teams, and that was the Maryland Vikings. So right now, I, um, I've been to the top. I kind of told myself that, you know, I would like to go to a, not say lesser team, but you know what I mean, a team that was, wasn't so good and wasn't a top-tier team to try to, you know, help out and give, you know, knowledge to the upcoming players that's coming through, you know, because this team that I'm on is, like, full of young dudes. So, you know, I'm just trying to pass knowledge. Now, that's definitely respectable. Um, when you're talking to us, uh, Joey is definitely a savant in the game. He'll sit there and he'll watch and go back. And um, especially with having to deal with me as much as Joey has to deal with, he hears about all the stories um, from me being in the league as long as I've been um, in and around the league. So um, mm -hmm. I definitely I remember when the Baltimore teams came in. Uh, just a little personal side of me. I'm a, I'm a Baltimore Ravens fan. 
So when yes, I sir. found when I found out about the Ra- uh, Baltimore joining, I was really excited about um, being able to see what the players in that city and that area can do. So, mm-hmm. um, and I purposely tried not to throw the accent on. I know that's probably mad annoying that you got to deal with. <laughs> <laughs> so I purposely didn't do it on on that, but. Um, so I was I, I definitely knew when y'all guys came in and when the Vikings made that run for the championship, um, it was great because I tried to tell everybody when PA first joined, no one took them seriously until they got to the chip and they mm-hmm. and they shocked the league. And that's when PA started being taken serious, and I think that was the same thing with Baltimore. It wasn't until you guys you know made made that impact, and that's the same thing I tell these guys here in Florida. No one's going to take you serious until you got to go up there and punch one of these guys in the mouth. And that's when it starts to take you serious. And um, that'll kind of transition us to the next point um, where I was going. Um, you were there when one of the Florida teams went up. Uh, well, you know, you guys came down to us and played mm-hmm. against them. And that was the first time someone in Florida had actually beaten a team from up north. Um, mm-hmm. Talk about that game a little bit and um, what you saw from the Tampa Nightcrawlers. Well, what I seen from them was a lot of potential. When we first came down there, um, I don't think that we expected to, the team to be as fast as they were. You know what I mean? We seen bad way on film, but we didn't see old boy on defense. The dude that be just coming down, nailing people for real, uh, Deontay Henderson, I think that's his name. We didn't see him. So when we seen Bagway, we say, okay, you know, they run a two-liner system, you know, and that plays look real predictable, but it's a difference from watching film and actually seeing it in person. And that's what I think that my team didn't, we didn't expect it to be like that because everybody on that team is fast, even a lot of it, fast. And then when, when they beat us, I say, okay, this team got some potential, like this team, this team, they can do something, but I told them after they beat us, I said, listen, y'all going to be tested when y'all come up north. Y'all, it's going, it's a different ball game because down there, y'all play a lot different. Like, the game is different down there. So I told them, I said, listen, when y'all come up north and y'all play how we play our brand of football, y'all not going to be used to it. It's going to be an adjustment. You know what I mean? And, you know, of course, they was, oh, no, man, we're going to do this, we're going to do this. I say, I'm telling you, the team that you played today, you know, we had, we had a decent team. We made it to the playoffs, but the pressure that y'all about to get next week is going to be on a whole different level. It's going to be, you know, nationally, tele- nationally televised. But when I played them and I seen the team, I said, bro, these dudes got a lot of potential. And I tell people all the time on a couple of my shows of mine, I don't know how many people listen in. But I say, hey, listen, everybody's prepared for BIC. But they have a real threat in the nightcrawlers staring them in their face. Because I say to myself, I say, hey, if the nightcrawlers don't play around in the last in that game, in that Elite Eight game, they probably beat the Baltimore champions. And then that's when that's where the respect comes. You feel me? But you know, the fact that, you know, they kind of took the L, it was just like, all right. You know, back to the drawing board, but I think that the Nightcrawlers are going to be a Final Four team because them dudes got potential. And if they add more pieces around Badway, oh man. Ooh. So, a couple questions for you, RT. Um, you obviously came down here. What would you say the atmosphere and the 
Do you think the the temperature and just the atmosphere had any effect on your guys' game? Oh yeah, we okay. So we took a eighteen hour drive. We got there at twelve and had to play at four. So you know what I mean. Getting out the car from sitting eighteen hours, you know, trying to get a little bit of sleep and coming down and you know the weather down there. I ain't gonna hold you, y'all bugs down there is a little bigger than usual. So you feel me? That wasn't <laughs> we wasn't used to that, but you know that that weather it definitely played a part in the atmosphere itself. Just being in a new city, you know, breathing a different type of air. That home field advantage, you know, it it means something. You know what I mean? It really means something because it's pretty much Baltimore versus Florida. Now. We're the only guys that hey, you know, we the only ones that feel like we can win this game. And then when you look on the other side of the field, you have the Florida team and the fans. So the atmosphere definitely a lit situation, and it definitely played a big part in the game. I mean, especially. Yeah, um, I mean, especially speaking playing, just from uh, experience coming down from Ohio, the, the humidity definitely takes a little bit to get used to. Not just mm -hmm. a couple hours. I would say a couple of years. So trying to adjust to that after a drive, I didn't know you guys drove. I thought you guys flew down. But yeah, yeah we made that trip up to Ohio, so I know exactly what that that 15, 17 hour car ride feels like. And then trying to play that same day, mm -hmm. you guys try and stretch out your legs. So mm -hmm. definitely an advantage to whatever team doesn't have to make that trip, even if you know if you're not playing in as humid what uh, humidity driven weather. I think that's what's going to be interesting about um, that Final Four that they're having now that it's going to be in Ohio. Essentially, everyone but Ohio is going to have the feeling of that of that travel lag, you know, regardless if they fly or if they drive, um, guys are going to feel that. I think the only difference will be the championship game because I believe they're going to fly in the day before for Vegas. And unless a Vegas team makes it, um, there is no home field advantage. That's going to be interesting. Um, as far as with the traveling, what that's going to do to players, and what's going to be that adjustment? Who, what team is going to figure that out and get and unlock that? Because mm -hmm. that's the next adjustment for every A7 team now. Is how do we travel well, and how do we get our guys prepared after that travel? So I think mm -hmm. for sure, I think being here and like I was going to say before, especially playing on that field that you guys played in, you guys. Basically got, I'm going to keep it real with y'all. Y'all got the ghetto version of the ghetto experience of coming down here and playing in Florida. If you guys mm -hmm. got to have played at Lake Branley or the year before at Windermere, you guys would have got a way better experience. I think you still would have had that, you know, it's still the air, still the, um, it's still the air, it's still that atmosphere, it's still um, that crowd. But I think y'all would at least had at least maybe better footing. It would have looked a lot prettier, but it definitely looked more Florida because down there on that St. Pete field, you get more of the shrubbery there. But I think y'all would have had a better time playing on our turf field for sure. Yeah, no doubt, man, for real. Because that field was a little crazy, but I mean, you know, I feel some it is what it is. Me personally, I'm gonna be honest with you. I like the grass fields. But, I mean, hey, teach is on. Well, we have some nice grass fields here too. It's just that field is some bullshit. That's the one. That's the one that's okay. some bullshit. But um. We spoke about the Nightcrawlers. We spoke about um, you guys being in Baltimore. I, I think what gets kind of overlooked is the team that beat the Nightcrawlers. Um, seeing as though you play in the Baltimore division, um, that rare breed team. Um, speak a little mm -hmm. bit about them and um, I guess how they're looking this season. Okay, so the rare breed team is not around anymore. So what happened was the two best teams – in Maryland combined, which was Rare Breed and the team called the Gators. 
Um, now they're called the Watchmen. And I'm not going to hold you on paper. They look good. Like, you know, they have, you know, top views in every position. And where they, where, where the difference is going to be and where the difference is in a lot of teams is they actually have depth. You know what I mean? They got a guy that can come right behind another guy that's just as capable, if not better, to do the job. You know what I mean? And them dudes, you know, they are adjusting to being Indians. You know what I mean? Because two teams coming together for, you know, one season, it could be hard because, you know, you got alpha males. Now these alpha males got to learn to just be, you know, soldiers. You got to learn that, you know, all right, this is, we all coming together for this. Uh, common cause and we want to win the championship so you know certain dudes got to kind of take a step back you know what I mean and the Baltimore Washington they're adjusting they beat us the DC Buzz and they beat the team Boston Omegas you know they lost the BIC but they only lost the BIC by nine points you know what I mean very very intense game um they're they're two one two and one on the season um they're doing pretty good man you know they coasting they got a big game this week versus the Patterson U. And um, it's a little bit personal because Baltimore dudes are playing for Jersey teams now. So you got three major names um, playing against the Watchmen um, from the Patterson U from Baltimore, which is Snag Sosa, Carlos Crosby, and the dude A.O. Tate. So, you know, it's a little personal now, you know, in that game because, you know, as, as y'all see on the live a few nights ago, they were talking crazy to each other, you know what I mean? And as you can see yesterday, they was going crazy, and the day before they was going crazy. So, you know, um, that's going to be another great game. Another game, probably, probably another game of the year game. I'm definitely excited for that matchup as well. That's something that uh, me and Joe are definitely going to get into as far as, like, breaking down and predicting some of the games. I think that'll be interesting to maybe go through that. Um, I'm not sure if you did that on your store on your show already. But I'd love to do that with you as well and see if um, what's some of your predictions for this week's matchups. We can do that a little bit later on. Um, okay. If everybody could just pull up the week three schedule, uh, we could definitely do that. Um, okay. But I'm going to say I love that you brought up your lives. Um, because, again, for people who don't know, it's been – sorry, week four, not week three. Uh, we're a week behind here in Florida. But, um, You're fine, man. What is very, very, like, interesting is how it's must-see TV. And that's what I like mm -hmm. about um, your brand and your show and how I tell people there's many different ways to skin a cat. And I love that. Um, and, I'll, and I'll bring up a story. There was a show here in Florida, much like yours, followed the same kind of blueprint where it was a guy mm -hmm. on Facebook Live. He was bringing people in on his lives. And they were just, you know, it was a lot more free-flowing. Um, we're mm -hmm. here. We're a little bit, you know, uh, more structured even though it's more of a free free flowing conversation we're out mm -hmm. we're on apple and spotify and you know we edit and, you know we do all that um mm -hmm. but the way that you do your show there's an ecosystem for that there's people that love that live program that what's going to happen you don't know what's going to be said you don't know what's going to happen. you know and it's mm -hmm. just it's raw entertainment guys get up there they talk their shit and they're people come here they're a little bit more buttoned up um but guys on there, it's raw. You know what I'm saying? It's like mm -hmm. it's like being on the sidelines for a game. And this is what I, this is what we miss here in Florida. We only have four teams. Mm -hmm. If we had six to eight teams, we would have a whole town. You know, I'm about to say town beat. Mm -hmm. We have a whole A7 Sunday. You know what it's like. You might show even your game at one, but you're gonna you know might wake up early if the ten o'clock game is good enough. 
Go to that 10 yes, o'clock sir. game. Go to that early morning game. Spend the whole day at the field. And you on the sideline mm-hmm. either before your game or after your game playing, talking hella shit about what you see on the field. Yeah, and I, I think year one, there was a little bit more shit talking in the chat and everything like that. Um, I, obviously, as you can see, it's died down a little bit. If you look at the Jersey chat, they're always wild in that chat. I always see updates on my Facebook, uh, 9, 10, 11 new posts. Same, same thing with the Vegas chat. The whole, that, that's a whole other story. They, they're, they're wild in that chat. But I think it's just dating back to the history that A7 and Town Beef has that those guys have played almost a decade with each other, that they can go on talking their shit. And I just think at Florida, we just need to keep building more. Guys need to, you know, be able to grow and kind of go at each other a little bit more. But I think I think down here in Florida, it's just a little timid right now. And guys are maybe a little bit afraid to get up and talk their shit. I know some guys over in Tampa, they like to uh, get a little spicy. Mm-hmm. Well, what's no funny doubt. is what's funny is we'll we'll take a little history to season one. We had a, a certain player on the team get up and talk a lot of spice uh, and go up against Patterson U and get seventy dropped on them. Um, that was in our inaugural season. So it seems um, guys were a little bit more quieter last season. Went up, beat a Baltimore team, and now um, they're definitely getting their talking on this season. So back to talking about your lives and how it's must see TV. Um, Guys are tuning in on their phones. They, you know, dying. How many requests do you get while you're on your show for guys trying to jump in? Bro. <laughs> bro, I get probably at least like 10, 20 requests a show, bro. Like that little icon at the bottom, it just blows up. When dudes don't agree with what you're saying or dudes want to rebuttal to what somebody else saying, oh, boy, they kill that. Add me button, add me button, add me, add me. They, they request like crazy, man, for real. But... I mean, you know, it's, yeah, probably 10, 20 a show, bro. See, now, this is where I'm going to audition for myself to get on that show, because I think that would just be so, like, again, we're we're not live, so we don't have that same thrill of being live. I know that's got to be, like, its own adrenaline rush, just up there talking shit, guys trying to add, you're trying to read the comments, keep the conversation flowing. That's got to be a lot of fun, man. Bro, it's, it's, it's dope because, you know, not only do we get up there and we get to get certain, but, you know, we, we all competitive and, you know, in our own right. You know what I mean? So, sometimes, like I say, you know, we get carried away, but we always bring back, like, all right, y'all, you know, let's chill out. You know, let's get back to regular schedule programming. Sometimes we just be kind of just going crazy. And that's the thrill of it, like you said earlier. And so, you know what I mean? You just never know what's coming next. You know, that's why I call it Real Talk too, because, you know, real talk. You know, yeah, it's just kind of raw and uncut. Yeah, and and that's a great part about it. Um, Joe, you got something for him? Because I don't, I don't want to keep going. Yeah, um, I guess my question to you is, when, when did the first episode kind of broadcast? What gave you the idea? And fast forward to kind of today, you see um, CP3's got, he's got his own show, kind of. Um, yeah, The Price is Right. You guys got the um, guys over in Vegas that do their live, you know, Facebook. So I guess... Do you think that's a, a testament to you that they've seen how your show has kind of been able to grow? And how does that make you feel that everyone's kind of trying to emulate what you're doing? Um, it makes me feel happy because I want to see everybody eat. You know what I mean? Um, a long time ago in, in our town beef, um, I'm going to give you a little history about the show. A long time ago, we did this uh, show called Town Beef Live. 
and this was a little bit before Merlin joined A7. Um, the host is Eric McGee and uh, Maurice Taylor and um, TT. Actually, TT, the dude TT, Anthony Scott, and Eric McGee, they started it all. They started in their car, you know what I mean? And, you know, they was just going live from the car, you know. And then we eventually, you know, he, Eric eventually added people such as myself, um, Sly Boogie, and Maurice. So we started going to town beef live and i i was under them for about a year well under i was under him for about a year until i came to him one day and said hey bro you know i've been under you for about a year i know how it works now i'm willing to try to do my own thing and a lot of guys kind of inbox me on the side like bro you should have your own show bro you know you have it like for some reason when the camera goes on you know how to turn it on so i said you know i never really gave it no real thought you know, but I said, you know, let me try. So, you know, um, I went to him. I said, hey, bro, you know, I would like to go, you know, with my own show or whatnot. And he was so supportive, like definitely one of the biggest supporters of RTU. You know what I mean? He was just like, all right, bro, I'm going to give you the ins and out. Anything you need, just come holler at me. So, you know, that's kind of how that, you know, what I, mean? I branched off from someone. And, you know, i just been working ever since just trying to kind of, you know, just trying to perfect it and just trying to get it to where I wanted it to go. So, you know, that's, yeah, that's kind of how that came about. But um, other shows trying to kind of do what I do, man. Hey, man, listen, y'all need help. Y'all want to know anything, ins and out, man, come holler at your boy, you know. I'm never going to be a hater. I'm never going to be one of those type of dudes. I don't see it as competition because I want everybody to eat. You know what I mean? We one big football family. That's how I look at it. For anybody else, but hey, man, if y'all doing y'all thing, keep going. If it's not going nowhere right now, you're getting a little bit of views, you're doing your thing. Just remember, you just starting out, it's going to take time. But on the show, you want to collab? Hey, come holler at me, man. I'm definitely one of those views that looking to give an opportunity, you know, because RTU won't be running for forever. And you know, I kind of say to myself jokingly, like, hey, man, I'm just kind of looking to pass the torch, you know what I mean, because the torch is passing me. So, you know, I think, you know, at a point in time, I'm going to want to pass the torch. So, you know, hey, that's just kind of how I'm looking at it and I'm viewing it. No, that's a great, great 33. So I'm a play mm -hmm. and I've been in this league a long time. I'm a smaller guy. I'm not, I'm not one of the bigger guys, but um, mm -hmm. I play with my, I use my brain a lot out there on the field. But I know after a while, there's going to be a point in time my body's going to tell me, all right, chill out. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. like I, yes, I, sir. I played against Big Rob. That lets you know. <laughs> how yeah, far back yeah. I go? Oh, yeah. I played against Big Rob oh, yeah. when Big Rob was like maybe two, three years in the league. So I go, mm -hmm. I go back, and um, I just feel like there's going. I tell Joey all the time, like after a while, you know, body's going to tell me chill out, and you know this this platform this gives me that itch. This helps me scratch that itch. You know what I'm saying? That helps mm -hmm. keep me close to the game. But part of bringing Joey on and I like to joke and make, you know, make Joey seem like he's a lot younger than me than he is. Um, but that's part of it. Uh, and I think Joey mm -hmm. at the end of every podcast for coming on and being uh, my co-host, but it's to show it's to give the, the point of the show is to give a voice to the players here in Florida. Um, mm -hmm. and I don't want to get to that next point cause that's going to bring us somewhere else. But part of it is like when I was saying before, there's different ways to do this. There was another show called the spiders web, which was more yeah. geared towards your show. There was nothing stopping mm -hmm. the parlay and Spider's Web from living in the same ecosystem. There's no way we couldn't have did collabs. I couldn't have came up there. You couldn't have came up here. We could have worked mm -hmm. together in different kind of ways. So what you're saying and the mindset you have is absolutely the way um, that it should be. You know what I'm saying? You should be able to patch the torch. You should be able to um, 
create opportunities, create um, an avenue for guys to collab. Your brand might be a little bit more established, but they come on now. People that listen to you will be like, oh, I might want to hear that then since I heard him on, you know, I heard him on RTU. So let me go check out his stuff. You know what I'm saying? Which I hope no happens here as well. I hope that people here hear you, hear how you, how you give it up, how you talk. And be like, yo, I want to see what that RTU is about, even though I know a lot of guys in Florida already watch. But... Real, real quick, Woody. Um, kind of, kind of going back to passing the torch, RT. Um, I listened to your the episode where you were on the other side of the ball. Really, really enjoyed that episode. Commend you for you know how you, you talked about everything and talking a little bit about passing the torch. You said you know you're 30, you're a father, you're raising your kids soon. You obviously have a job that you uh, go to every single Monday morning. Um, mm-hmm. I, I guess my first question is, you know, how much longer do you see yourself playing um, in the A7? I know you're starting to reserve yourself as far as, like, minute-wise. And then, I guess, do you see yourself as possibly a coach, owner of a team, anything like that? Do you see yourself continuing in the A7 after you decide to retire? Um, well, when I retire, I'm definitely going to still be a part of this podcast. I will definitely be at, you know what I mean, pretty much majority of the game, just kind of building my brand and building my podcast, you know what I mean? But um, I don't, I can't even hold you. I really don't know how long I have left to play, you know what I mean? Because, like, I mean, it, it's 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 okay every now and then, but sometimes my team be getting on my nerve, and I just be like, oh, I don't know how much more I can do. I don't know how much more of this I can do, you know? And then I just, it just all goes away every Sunday, like, you know what, I can do this for a couple more seasons, you know what I mean? But I also take into consideration, like, okay, you know, um, I have my daughter growing up, I have my son growing up. So, you know, at a point in time, they're going to get into sports. And I want to be able to, you know, dedicate my days and my Sundays to them eventually. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah, I would, absolutely. I would like, yeah, that's yeah, I would definitely like to dedicate. Go ahead, RTO. What's ahead. that? No, I was going to let him keep going. Because I definitely understand that. Um, I know my children are eight. My daughters are eight. Um, my son is only three right now. So I could definitely understand that point that he's making about, you know, eventually you're going to have to start giving away those Sundays to them, um, especially if their yeah. games are on Sundays. Um, mm-hmm. I, Joey, no, I hate um, – I definitely understand your perspective of it as well. I I don't I don't have that answer personally. I tell everybody I'm going to play as long as I can because I, I don't want to mm-hmm. – I don't want to not play and then have – I don't want to leave the game with any gas left in my tank, you know? I kind of yeah. want to be able to look back and be like, you know what? I have nothing more to give the game physically, mm-hmm. so now I can step away from it, as opposed to saying, you know what? I could have gave them two more years, and I just didn't, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think it's different. For me, I think I'm still chasing the success that you guys have had. I've never gotten to a championship. You know, I've been mm-hmm. – um, I haven't been close. <laughs> I haven't been close. So I guess being that close um, – would definitely, you know, maybe take at least some of the, the sour taste out of my mouth, pause, just in case. Um, mm-hmm. But I think that that's really, and I think that might be our first pause ever on the, on the parlay. Um, <laughs> it's not good, bro. Yeah, I got a white boy for a co-host, so you know they say some wild stuff. Um, but <laughs> I'm messing with you, Joe. <laughs> but um, on a serious note, though, um, that is a really great answer to that question. Um, I want to get to the spice. I want to get to the spice. We've been dancing around it, dancing around it, dancing around it. Um, your interaction on your last live. 
Yes. Ooh, here we go. We had I I caught I caught the live the next day. I didn't catch it live. Um, but I went back and watched it because he but he made a post in the Florida chat. And I and I kinda like answered it because it was just it was real wild. Like he said, you guys is pussy. See up north. And I was just like First off, he don't talk like that to us. You know, he's mm-hmm. a talker. Don't get me wrong. He's a talker. So I was just like, I kind of made like, I just commented some emojis. But then something was like, all right, let's investigate where this came from. And I read that and I watched that live. When he came on, my jaw dropped, bro. <laughs> Crazy, bro. Crazy, bro. <laughs> let's, let's give a little Crazy, backstory bro. for those who missed it, man. Man. All right. So Rick Johnson. I, I know him. I had, you know, conversation with him when I met him last year. You know what I mean? Dude definitely be talking that noise. Definitely be talking that shit. But one thing about him, dude backs it up. I can't say and say he's trash because, no, he's definitely a good little player for the, um, for the uh, Nightcrawlers. You know what I mean? So I try to show Florida love. I always try to show love. I always try to say, hey, you feel me? You know, this is going on in Florida. Well, it doesn't even matter. I think that the Nightcrawlers are going to win. I think they're going to take it or whatnot. But um, when he got up there, he was just going crazy. Like, he was just going ham. I'm just like, all right. First, it was, you know, y'all some bum-ass niggas or whatnot and X, Y, and Z. But when he just started saying, y'all some bitches. And up here in Baltimore, we don't play that. Like, we just kind of looking like, hold up. What you mean? From, you know, oh, let's, let's, let's take it back, bro. Let's keep it football. So when I... When I first cut him off, I said, this is about to go left. But something clicked in my head and said, you know what, Keith, this is what RTU is about. You know, this is where the raw footage come from, you know. So let him give him an opportunity to come up here and, you know, talk his little trash. You know what I mean? So I, I let him. And then as a result, he just went crazy. But I wanted to get him that exposure. And I wanted to get Florida that exposure because now you got dudes up here. Can't, they can't wait to get their hands on the Nightcrawlers to play them, to beat them and be, all right, Josh, time for y'all to go home now. You know what I mean? So the Nightcrawlers kind of got a target on that back because of him now. You know, and of course, he 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 got a target on his back as a player. You know what I mean? Because, you know, seven touchdowns and, what, two games? That is crazy. So when he did come up here, you're going to have to perform against top talent. You know what I mean? Against teams that have been really doing this for a while now. So, you know, but all the extracurricular stuff, I mean, you know, dudes are going to be dudes. Guys going to be guys. So, you know, it's just, that's just kind of what it was. I, you know, I just told myself, like, you know what? I don't really have uh, too many Florida dudes come up here and talk. And I know that's what's going to bring a view. So I say, you know, I'm always about giving opportunity. I'm always about that. So come on up, bro. Come on up and talk your little trash. I did not expect it to do what it did. I didn't. It was just a, another regular day that RTU, you know, be going live. You know what I mean? So when when he came up and just started going ham, I was just like, oh, wow, this is gold. This is a live that a lot of dudes ain't going to never forget. This is gold. How many, well, how, how many cups of brown do you think he had before he got on the live, man? <laughs> uh, he, he probably drunk half the bottle. No, he probably was on his second bottle. <laughs> go ahead, Joey. Go ahead. I, I, I will. I will say one thing. Um, I don't know what the hell is in the water over there in Tampa, but on behalf of Orlando, we do not claim those boys over there. 
And secondly, Woody, that sounds very familiar of somebody from Tampa talking crazy and then heading up north with a target on his back and then getting smacked. I, I just can't put my finger on it. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, you must be talking about your boy on Gray. Uh, listen, we 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 try to make a point on the show not to say the guy's name no more. Uh, we feel like we we don't want to get that guy no more clown. Or me personally, let me say me personally, just because me and him butt heads all the time, because he's a fucking clown in my opinion. But that's not. Yeah. What's the What's the last pick in the draft called? What, what do they name him? Uh, Mr. Irrelevant. Oh, that there it is. That's his name. <laughs> we, we we play him this Sunday too. We play him this Sunday too. So it's it's extra. I'm not serious. gonna hold you though. Um, when I first seen dude play the very first time, baby boy, you know, people can say what they want, but baby boy was looking like the old boy Vic down there. And I only think that he had that sophomore slump is because team started to see how he played. And now you haven't heard from him, what, last two, three seasons? Lauren who? Exactly. Exactly. And, and, and that's been dropped on him. And we that- haven't heard anything. Yeah, so that's that's literally what happened. I feel like for our rookie, I tell everybody that first year in Florida, everybody was figuring everybody out. No one knew anything. I I'll, I'll speak for the ghosts. I play on the ghosts, wide receiver, the ghosts, uh, team president. Now I wasn't in charge that first season. I had literally mm-hmm. met guys the very first game I went to play, which was the second game of the season, was my first mm-hmm. game meeting guys. And mm-hmm. here I am, a nine-year vet coming in. I don't want to trying to overstep and be like, oh, you know, be the big dog, kind of be like, you know. Eventually, everybody fell into their roles as the year went on. So mm-hmm. we didn't have the structure that we have now. That's kind of the thing that they or feel like a lot of the other teams are missing or what the Orange are trying to get going is a little bit more structure and organization. But that first mm-hmm. year, no one knew anything about anybody. No one mm-hmm. knew. It. Everybody was a question mark. So he was going crazy because guys didn't understand or didn't know what it was like to play him. They didn't mm-hmm. know, do we let him pass? Do we want to rush him? Or we're going to drop back in coverage? Or we're going to try and focus on the run game when you got to worry about big old backs like D-West with speed? Or even mm-hmm. D-West. People didn't know D-West had that speed. They just saw a big old back. And then you bring mm-hmm. in a guy like Wynn. And then they had a mind like Terrell, who was a guy who won a championship from in PA with the PA team. Mm-hmm. You know, they had a mind back there. So he had kind of like the perfect storm to go out there and do what he did. So like you said, mm-hmm. that sophomore slump hit him once key teams were able to key in on him. And he had a very bad season. And mm-hmm. it was just like after getting that 70 put on, you come back and perform. But he came back talking the same noise. When now you don't have that. You can't talk now. You were MVP at the, the division year one. Year two, you came. Shouldn't even have made the playoffs. You only made the playoffs you know, on a technicality. And then mm-hmm. you get bounced in the first round by the Orlando Ghost. So mm-hmm. that's kind of where that situation lies. Now it's like, all right, here he comes. He he ran the A-team into the ground. Now he jumps to the orange. So now it, it screws over the whole division because now we're down to three teams instead of four. When last year it was someone else who we won't name. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Mr. Most Touchdowns in the League. Uh, before, he ran the team, he ran the orange into the ground, and that's why we didn't have the orange. So that's kind of the mm-hmm. thing we're having here in, in, in Orlando is like we're not able to build the teams. So what we're kind of facing now is um, with a lot of guys. So, like, I listened to the live. Like I said, I watched the whole live, and I'm going I'm to wrap this in. I'm going to wrap this up for you. I watched the live, and the consensus is Nightcrawler's going to win it all. Nightcrawler's going to win it all. They're not playing nobody down there. I feel like that's false. Mm-hmm. 
And that's not just because I'm a player, but I'm also seeing it. There is talent down here. I feel like if you bring some of those teams from down, up north, let's just say the bottom rung. I'm not going to say the top three. I won't sit there and say the Omegas or the U or BIC. Or even the animals. The I mean, Omegas. Know, hold on, hold on. Not, Let's not say that. Not the Omegas. I'm sorry. The Watchmen. I meant the Watchmen. I'm sorry. I meant the Watchmen. I meant the Watchmen. I meant the Watchmen. That's my bad. Um, you good, good brothers. Those top and the animals, because Joey really, really likes the animals. I like the animals as well. Um, but do you bring those other teams down here, and you play the competition that the Nightcrawlers are playing, it's not looking the same. Essentially, mm-hmm. there's talent down here. The thing now mm-hmm. is. What we face this year is kind of like what A7 up north felt, uh, the Jersey division specifically, where you had a lot of those tap talents running to the, like you said, with the um, with the Watchmen, with BIC, with the U. You had a lot of the top talent running to those teams where it was a lot more top-heavy. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's what would happen. The Crawlers came in with a big influx because they were the first ones to tap into that semi-pro market. They got players from semi-pro to come out there. So they got different kind of athletes out there. They got Mark Bagway, which is one of the top flag players in, in the state of Florida, um, to go out there. So they tapped into that market before all the other teams could. And then now what they did is they took some of the best players from the other teams and they went there. Mm-hmm. So you get like this big influx of talent. So now it's kind of like everyone's like trying to like out-recruit each other right now. Mm-hmm. So it's not that... I- they're got like they got like a cakewalk. They just got this advantage over everyone, and everyone's trying to figure out what do we do to counter it. How do we counteract it? Everyone's trying mm-hmm. to figure out. It's like year one again. Everyone's figuring out. Everyone has a game plan against Mark Bagway because mm-hmm. we didn't see Mark Bagway until halfway through last season. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, all right, now I need to try my plan out. But now Mark Bagway hasn't been here for the first two years, two weeks of the season. Mm-hmm. And, and the first time that we actually saw Mark Bagway in person and played against him was in the divisional championship game. Kind of like what we're experiencing right now, I would say, you know, half their team hasn't really even played, and they have him at number five on the um, the power rankings. And, you know, I'm going to be honest. From the team that we've seen, the bits and pieces that we've seen, I don't even think I, – I wouldn't put them at number five. I don't think with what they put out, they're the fifth – team in the country now mm-hmm. come the division championship game if they have all their players from last year and the ones that they've added in the offseason then we're talking top five top three where i would put them at but i think they're being a little bit generous putting them at number five i would put them honestly i would put them, put them around nine or ten on the power rankings with mm-hmm. what with the product that they put out then that's mm-hmm. just speaking from what i've seen because not only the ghost but also the Orange last week, or yeah, last week, were able to keep it within one to two scores going into halftime. With the Florida Heat and a limited amount of personnel, that's when they were able to pull away, put the 40 on us, put the 60 um, on the Orange, but also letting both teams score on them. So I think they're being just a little bit generous putting them at five. And that, that's just my take. And that's okay. honestly without hating our heart, because I don't, I don't hate on the guys. I want to see the Florida division succeed. And there's got to be somebody from Florida to come out. And um, we're going to mm-hmm. let you get back in there. We're just trying to, like, because, like, you guys say, you guys don't know. That's why I mm-hmm. feel like some of the guys, like, he got on that live and he was going crazy. Like, oh, yeah, don't talk mm-hmm. about this with, I'll defend you in this aspect. You started the podcast by talking about Florida. Talking yeah, about crazy, the bro. 
Bro, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off. Nah, go ahead. Go ahead. Say what you're gonna say. Bro, I, bro, listen. Bro, when like I said, when I seen them that team last year, I said they're gonna be a problem. Anytime a first year team, well, you know, I don't want to say a first year team because y'all been in the what two two seasons now. This be y'all second season. Yeah, yeah. First year team come up here and go toe to toe with the Baltimore champions. Only beat them by one point. Only beat them because. You only lost him. Sorry about that. You only lost to him because you started goofing around and you gave that back away at the end of the game. Imagine if they would have been more focused and locked in. This is a different conversation. Now we get to see the matchup of Bagley versus Sturridge. Bagley versus Up. You know what I mean? We don't see that no more. So, you know, I all I always kept that in the back of my mind. And when they come up here, I feel like if if it happens to run con I'm sorry about that. I'm getting a little tongue twisted. If they happen to come up here and beat a top team, they're just going to prove me right. Because I've been saying this the whole time. Like, listen, everybody's preparing for the champ, trying to knock off the champions, B.I.C. Everybody's preparing for that. But it's a real threat down there in Florida that nobody's paying attention to. Them boys put up 100-plus points in two weeks. People better pay attention. People better open their eyes. Hey, man, you know, I, 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 I see... I see uh old boy over there looking at me for real. I'm sizing him up, but you don't see that other threat that's right there staring at you as well. You don't see them. You yeah. know, and that's what's gonna be the problem. They're uh, um they're gonna sneak up on somebody. Yes, baby. Yeah, yeah, I think that's I think that's definitely an accurate um depiction of it. Um I know you say that. I like again, I listen to almost everything A seven related. You say that mm-hmm. Big Rob's another one that's big on that, saying watch out for Florida, Florida. You know, he thinks we might might be another year or two out. And I just think what's happening here and what's kind of being um, not seen on film because, again, so we have limited film and then our film mm-hmm. isn't um, – which I will say our film is better than it used to be. Definitely mm-hmm. leaps and bounds better than what it used to be. Um, it just oh, has, so- room, has room to grow. So let me ask you a question. Do you, so y'all do have film because I've been dying to, bro. Like I'm a fan of what you guys are do, doing down there, and I want to see y'all play, but I just can't find a game. I'll send it to you. I'll send it to you. We actually have um, a production company that does it. Um, Sick Media, right? Am I saying it wrong, Joey? Yeah, they do. Um, I believe that's Codex. Yeah, Kodak Black's um media guy. So he he's okay. doing he's doing our, our film this year and they are doing a good job. Um, they've got it's it's getting way better than what it was. Um, it's not what they promised us, but it's a mm-hmm. way better than what we used to have. So I'll definitely get that to you at the end of this conversation. Well, I'll send no you doubt, the link so you can have Please. it. I would love um, to see it. I'm, but again, I'm, the real, I'm sorry. Go ahead. So again, what I was saying. So I feel like once you watch that film. You're going to be like, all right, they're not out here playing bums like y'all think they are. And I think that was my larger point, and I was kind of, you know, taking a long way there. Um, mm-hmm. They're not playing bums. They're not – we're not okay. bad teams down there. They're that good once you have to play against them. But mm-hmm. what they have is a lot of them have played together longer. So, you know, that kind of that special sauce that a lot of the, the U players had with their continent mm-hmm. and how long they played together – Sometimes mm-hmm. they could just look at each other, make an adjustment they didn't really have to. On top mm-hmm. of the fact that they had a player as special as Huff, mm-hmm. the Crawlers have that, and they have that in the in a player like Bagway. So I feel mm-hmm. like they're not playing against bums. They're just at this point where they have the ingredients they need to bake that cake. Where we we're still in the kitchen putting that thing together. Mm-hmm. And- 
And I think the biggest thing that we're missing down here, you kind of touched on it a little bit. We have the speed in the players. We don't have the speed of the game that you guys are accustomed up there, the style of play that you guys are accustomed up there. That's why we're kind of behind the eight ball, and I think it's very accurate when Big Rob says, oh, we're still another year out. I mean, when I came into the league, what, three years ago, I looked at what you guys were putting putting on up there. I'm like, listen to the guys all down here. Oh, we're going to come in here. We're Florida. We're going to run shit. We're going to go up there. We're going to win this championship. I was looking at the product that we were putting out and what was going on up there, and I said back three years ago, it's going to take four to five years for us to get our shit together down here, build a good team to be able to play with each other and get accustomed to that speed and physicality that you guys play up there. So mm-hmm. I just think that's a little bit of what we're lacking down here with the amount of teams that we have and just the experience of playing with you guys up there. Mm-hmm. I think that's that, that's our biggest downfall right now. But what you know, Woody was saying to go off of is the Coros, they have that. They have experience in the semi-pro, everyone playing together in, in flag, playing together at Worlds and winning the tournaments. They just have that chemistry, and that's what worse the other teams down here are trying to build the catch-up to not only the Nightcrawlers, but you guys up there. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, I think you'll definitely look at the film, and you'll still say, I think the Crawlers are the best team, and I, as, as a proud player as I am, I can't say that they're not because right now they're undefeated, and everyone mm-hmm. else in the division so far, they've beaten. So we can't sit there and, you know, say, oh, they're not the best team in the division. That's, you know, without – I'd be a liar. And I'm here mm-hmm. talking to Real Talk you, so I'm going to talk Real Talk as well. Um, but they're not – playing like i i kept hearing it and like i'm listening and i'm cringing but i'm like hi they don't know they don't know they're not playing mm-hmm. bums down here i want if we was if we was just a, you know sack of shit i'd be like listen man they they've got it and we chasing them but at this point yes we're chasing them but they're not playing bums mm-hmm. yeah I, I, and, and that's why i be wanting to film because like 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 you know you said we really don't know so when we see scores like 60 40 we looking like, oh, y'all ain't playing nobody. But you know what I mean? We truly don't know. You know what I mean? So hypothetically, like, you know, uh, like Joey said, you know, y'all y'all kept the game, you know, to a touchdown, maybe two touchdowns at halftime. That's a really good game in the first quarter to be in that, with the, in the first half to be in that, hanging with a team like that. And then, you know, they get to pull it away gradually at the end, sometimes maybe garbage time. You know what I mean? So, um you know, that's why, you know, we need to see, like, hey, what's going on? You know, we I, I'm definitely interested so I can give teams like the Orlando Orange, like the Ghost, more props. So, you know, I can tell dudes, hey, they're not as, you know, like you said, they're not as what we think they are. They're actually decent teams, but, you know, the Nightcrawlers may be that good. Or, you know, the teams may have made mistakes. Or it could be in garbage time. But I really, truly, you know, can't speak on it. The only thing I can speak on is, you know, the scores, like, oh, wow, that's crazy. Yeah, and I think that's part of why um, the proper rep- representation matters. Um, it sucks that, and I, and I know, like we said earlier, your views went crazy on that live, but that's a lot mm-hmm. of guys' intro to Florida. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So there's guys in Baltimore, there's guys in Jersey, say, man, fuck Florida now. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. that's who, that's their introduction, or what Devon went uh, did when he went up there against the U. So that's mm-hmm. you guys' is, you know, perception of us and that's why it's big like me and joey got on a parlay like uh, as a parlay we we wanted to also give them a voice but we also want to give a good representation to florida and just letting everybody mm-hmm. know not everybody's 
these wild loud characters you know what i'm saying which again mm-hmm. i won't say about reek because i think reek's actually a good guy I just I, I don't know what got in that man's soul that day besides that brown that he was sipping on that was clearly mm-hmm. a part of the influence but um reek's a talker but uh, some of the he, he crossed the line definitely um he crossed the line definitely on some of the things that he was saying i won't stick up for that um as long as he was keeping the football i was all for it but um mm-hmm. The energy he brought was kind of crazy. Just getting on your show, just instantly screaming, fuck y'all, y'all some pussies, was wild to me. <laughs> um, bro. <laughs> crazy. And then I tried to explain to him, like, bro, listen. Because he always come on there, and the first thing he says, well, why do y'all talk to, why do y'all talk talk about up north all the time? And I say, bro, you just be coming in at the tail end of the show. So when you pop in and... You hear us talking, you didn't already miss it. You didn't miss it. I could see if you say, Hey, fellas, you know what's going on? Did y'all talk about Florida? Yep. Hey, bro, you know, we 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 hollered that we talked about y'all at the beginning of the show. You know what I mean? You know, I always give love, I always give y'all, y'all props. You know what I mean? But I feel like me personally, other than probably me, Big Wild, we're the only two that really saw y'all real love yep. because I feel like you know, um. I believe in y'all, and I'm gonna tell you this, uh, Joy. Listen, it's it's gonna take three years for y'all to win a championship. It maybe not the first year, you know what I mean? Maybe not, maybe not that Devon Gray. This year, y'all gonna go deeper than what y'all went before. Y'all may even win, win at, y'all may even go to the championship. But do I think y'all have enough right now to win that bad boy? Not just yet, but the very next year. It's over. I tell people all the time, bro, listen, other than Baltimore, other than Jersey, the next real threat as a state to win the A7FL, it won't be Vegas. No, it will be Florida. It will be because I don't have nobody over in Vegas that can beat the Nightcrawlers right now. It don't matter. I, 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 I got a question for you. I appreciate the love, and I want to trail back real quick to what you said about not if we were to make it to the championship we wouldn't win the way that the playoffs is set up right now florida would have to beat a jersey or a baltimore team to get to the championship meaning that we would either be playing a vegas cali or ohio team so as of right now you don't think that we the florida division is set up to beat a one of those teams or were you looking at at it more of Florida versus a U, a BIC, a Watchmen, a, one of those teams. Yeah, that's how that's how I'm kind of looking at it. Like, I feel like if y'all, I I can't speak to myself. If y'all do go to the championship, you know, I I think that y'all may take it, but I don't see right now y'all kind of getting past the U, BIC, or the Watchmen. Maybe the Watchmen, but BIC and the U, they're going to be a problem. But the Watchmen is going to present a tough tough uh, opponent as well because the Washington is a part of Rare Breed and that Rare Breed team beat the Nightcrawlers. And then you add, you factor in that other team, the Baltimore Gators, which they took the best of the nuclear bear players and just added them to the Washington. Just made, a, you know, a stronger team. So, you know, um, I just more so think about it like once y'all conquer us over here, it's up. It's, it's for the take. That's how I see it. You know, once y'all come up and, and beat a respectable team, not saying the BC Buzz not respectable, but 
if you want to really be realistic, we're not a top tier team. You know what I mean? Once y'all come up and smack a smack a top team, Florida's going to be on the map. Yep. No, definitely they got to no, they got to crack that top four. Like you said, it's got to be um, a BIC, a U, a Watchman, and I'll again I'll put the animals up there um, just because of what Huff means to that team. Um, mm-hmm. You crack one of those top four in any way, shape, or form, even if it's a one plus a one point win, stop them at the one yard line, victory. Mm-hmm. That is what's going to catapult them to the next level. Just like I said, it took until uh, PA put that team together that was able to you know to do it all. Like that mm-hmm. eighteen team that when Young came out there and Young was out there, I, I saw that game live. I think he was playing against the Trenton Illuminati. I was down there. Like I said, we used to take that drive down to Trenton. It was down for me because I was northern Jersey. It was. Uh, I took that drive down there to Trenton, and we would stay there for the whole day, and we watched that playoff game. And that boy Young was up there snagging it one hand, breaking three tackles, running for touchdowns. Like it was just like crazy yo, work. This is cra- crazy work, and that was crazy what, work. That's what opened their eyes. It's like yo, like. Illuminati was no joke at that time. Like they still had Jay Roller, they still had uh Terry uh T Roller, they still had um oh why am I blanking on my man's name? Oh my gosh, and that's my guy too. Uh wide receiver, dark skinned cat. Oh man. Buddha Bless? Not just it was uh no, what's his name? I'ma remember it later. Shame on me. And I apologize to that man. But they had, he's one of the goats to me, too. Like, one of the top. I think you asked the other day who's the Mount Rushmore uh, wide receivers. His name wasn't on there, and I think it needs to be on there. And uh, I'll probably message you later with his name because I don't remember. Okay. Later. But, um, yeah, seeing these cats play, and I seen him up against that team, and it was just like, yo, all right, this is what puts them on the map. And the very next year, they go out and win the championship. And it's like, all right, see, mm-hmm. now you got to pay respect to them. And that's when you got to take them serious. It was when they put that immortal team together. Yeah. No, yeah, you're right. In the 18 18-1 it. 18-1 yeah. 18-1 it. Mm-hmm. And, and then, then a few years, yeah. yep, a few years later, when Young and King got together, yep. it was crazy, bro. Yeah. And that's when people had you, to you watch that show, that championship game with a moose play to you, Young took that game over. He took it over. He took it over. He did the same thing he had did when he was on the 18. He did it again. We just took the game over. It was like, you cannot do anything to stop him. Put your mm-hmm. best player on him. He still is beating him. Like it's it was crazy. It was crazy. crazy. I remember one year they played um, SWG, and he's going against Pure Skills, and he's going against Chick, and he's going against Agent Zero, and it's just like, yo, this is crazy. Like I tell people, I'm a historian. I go back, man. I go back. I tell everybody, my very first game in in Town Beef was against the Savage. It we was playing in Newark, and it was I think it was raining that day, and I remember mm-hmm. having to go against an Olay. Go against a Q Bell. Go against a young Isaac, uh, Isaac. Like we had to go against like some guys. You know, we mm-hmm. this, Prince Brown was still playing at this time. Like I don't think Tebow or RF One was a quarterback yet. But man, like we just had to go against them, and it was just like I've mm-hmm. seen these guys. I've been up against uh, Moose Spit. I've, I've even played against Ryan DePaul. Like these guys was no like these weren't bums. You know what I'm saying? Like. <laughs> But these these guys in these game put like they definitely paved the road for what um we got now the product that we have now, and it's great seeing guys like Sterry coming through, uh, Ashante, which is a guy I want to I wanted to ask you about, um, come in and just you know take the game to the next level. So um, 
here in Florida, we watch a guy like Ashanti Worthy play. Is it? Re- I I know the answer. I'm asking you this for the people who don't know. Is it as advertised? You said, is Ashanti Worthy as advertised? Yes, as we see online, because you know, again, we're removed. We're down here in Florida. All we see is the social media posts, and we see Ashanti a lot. Is he as advertised? All right, so listen, I had the privilege (laughs) to guard him very little, just a little. Dude, he is him. He is, listen, he is, and they feel like he is invincible. You can't, is, he is, he is really like that. All the posts y'all seen, everything that you heard about, old boy, it is true. He is really like that. Like, you know, I, I'm going to give credit when credit is due, man. When, anytime he get that ball in his hand, it is a threat to score. I was there to watch um, him versus B.I.C. and the Watchmen. You know, Baltimore's best team. You know, I, I'm, of course, I'm a root for Baltimore regardless. But... When he took that screen and made like four or five guys fist and took that up the sideline, I was like, man. I mean, I knew what it was, but it was just, it's how he does it, bro. It's it's just like so effortlessly. Like, it's just too easy for him out there. It's just too easy for him. So, hey, man, he is everything of what you heard. You know what I mean? It's not really a speed thing. It's just, dude, he got like a fast twitch. Yeah. Dude is a he, quick. He's playing in rookie mode. Yeah, pretty much. No, no, he's playing on all man while everybody else on the Yeah, I got you. Now that's mm-hmm. that was a question I have for you. I'll ask this on behalf of Joey. What about Huff, man? I know how you feel about Huff. Again, we're asking for the other people that don't okay. know about some of these up north guys, seeing especially that you play corner. Mm-hmm. What about Huff? Man, man? um Huff, he's a magician. He gonna make something out of nothing. Um, Huff, IQ wise, one of the best I've ever seen. To me, I'm gonna be honest with you. Huff is the greatest A7L quarterback of all time. It's nothing that you can tell me. He didn't went to multiple championships. He didn't been on the undefeated team, the Patterson U. And now look at him. He turned the team that didn't win nothing since franchise history, since they started back in what 14. Imagine being owing everything every year until 2023 from 15. You feel me? They probably was a little into it a little bit longer. You know what I mean? But for him to go and breathe life into that team, you know, I had the privilege to play him this weekend because my team go against this team. But, bro, bro is a real magician. Like, he, yes, he, he, man, the greatest – the greatest A7 NFL quarterback I've ever seen come through this joint and play. Like, dude is him. Him just like um, just like uh, Ashante, bro. He is a real magician. Like he 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 always in his bag. And what a lot of dudes don't be understanding is he understands football. You have a lot of athlete students, you know, in this league. <laughs> You know what I mean? And a lot of dudes don't be understanding what athlete student is. You know? <laughs> I got you. I got you. Yeah. So, you know, he's a real student athlete of the game. Same Terry Carter Jr. He watches film. He breaks it down. You know what I mean? And he knows, hey, this is where you're weak at, and I'm going to tell you. You know, this is the this is what we can run against them. Dude is a film junkie. So, so let me let me ask you this, all right? With with your knowledge of those two players, 
If you were to pick one of those players to build a franchise around, who would you pick, Huff or Mr. Hollywood? Oh, I'm going Huff. I'm going Huff. It, you know, I'd rather have the ball in my best player's hands at the beginning of the snap every time. See, what Mr. Worthy is, you know, he played wide receiver. So, you know, if I don't got a good quarterback, he's ineffective. I mean, he can help out on the special team and run a couple back, right? Cool. But if you don't got a good quarterback, he can easily be isolated. You know what I mean? With Huff, oh, Huff going to make time. He going to make somebody. Look at him now. He's making the animal a bunch of, respectfully, before he went there, a bunch of nobodies look like somebody. So, you know, I'm not too sure if, well, I know Ashanti can do that, but with I feel like with a great quarterback, he can do that. With a good, decent quarterback. Huff, yeah, man, I'm going to always go with the goal. No doubt. Because he's been doing this for too long, and he understands the game. Joey's so messy because he knows damn well I would have picked uh, Ashanti, and that's why he's doing that. Because I'll tell you this, I don't, you probably didn't hear this episode but then we were talking about the preseason rankings, and I felt as though the animals shouldn't have been in the preseason rankings. Um, and mm-hmm. I was in the top five, I believe they were, or something like that. I just felt like mm-hmm. they hadn't played a down of football yet together. In hindsight, mm-hmm. 1,000%. I understand that. I would and, and what did I say, Woody? I said he's the greatest player in A7FL history. Put some respect on his fucking name. And let him go out there. And that's exactly what he did. He went out there. He put his fucking team in a place to win. Absolutely. But my point was, we didn't know that he did it. He could do it yet. So how do you rank someone based on something they have not done yet? That was my whole thing, my only argument. So he knows in that argument, not in that argument, if you would have asked me, as someone who plays wide receiver, someone who's always biased to the wide receiver, who, who feels the plight of the wide receiver, uh, and someone who believes of how important special teams is in A7, that three-on-one is, like, that's easy six. Not easy, but you got an Ashanti back there, and that's an easy yeah, six. Easy. That's yeah. a six that you don't have to rely on your offense to get. That's a six mm-hmm. that you ain't got to worry about. That's one you instantly put in your back pocket off mm-hmm. easy work with a guy like that. Mm-hmm. So that's why he knows I would have chose him because, like you said, you give me a decent quarterback, Ashanti can still do what he does. The brilliance mm-hmm. of what makes BIC BIC is that they got someone that's really, really good, you know, sorry, really, really great, <laughs> you know, in staring mm-hmm. with a guy like Ashante. Then you got mm-hmm. who I consider the GOAT running back in uh, Courage. Yeah. Yes. No kizzy, man. I, I'm not going to hold you. When I, t- I didn't play against show. I didn't seen him play. And he's another one. As advertised. As advertised. You know, maybe he, he, he slowed down just a little because now, Carrie, he's on the team. He don't have to be that guy no more. Yeah. You have yeah, And that's what a lot of teams are missing is depth. depth. Meaning, you know what I mean? A dude, hey, you can take this 89 overall. You pull him out there and they say, you know, you got the 69 coming in. Like, oh, boy, we got to wait for you to get rehydrated, make sure you're good, and you can go back in there. Yeah. But, but, you know, B.I.C., they got a guy. I wouldn't say just as good as him because he's the greatest. But they got a guy good enough to say, all right, I can come down here. I can come in here and be productive as well in my own way. Yeah. You talking about ice cream truck? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and, you, yeah. oh my God. When I saw they got him with courage and apparently some other rookie 
running back. I don't think I've got a really a chance to see him play. I was like that that backfield is just gonna be insane. Crazy. Yeah, no, that that was that was crazy. I think that mm-hmm. and then which everyone laughed at me or everyone kinda uh boohooed me. I said the great the GOAT defensive player for me is Olay. And I said you add him to that defensive that defensive uh side of the ball at defensive end on that defensive line, they're gonna wreak havoc. I said that that's gonna be big for BIC. The way they retooled, mm-hmm. when you add a, a guy like Olay, like, again, these are guys that I played against. You know what I'm saying? A courage, mm-hmm. I'll show you, I'll send you that film too. I got a game, I think, I forgot what they were called. He was on the New York City team one year. I forgot what, I don't know what they were called. Gunners. I think they were called the New York Gunners. Mm-hmm. I have, I'm telling you, this is a game where we played and we got kicked off the field we was playing. We had to go to another field. We playing on a field, the grass is up to like our shins. Mm-hmm. But we're going back and forth with the, uh, with them, and Courage is out there doing, and this is a younger Courage, this is a young, young Courage, Mosley, mm. going crazy. Then we, mm. I, when I played on the Thrashers, and we played a playoff game against them, and it's just him and CJ, and they going back and forth, back with these, like, with plays where I'm looking at him like, yo, he is him, and then to just see the longevity and see the, the success that he had, that's why I said I'm running back. Especially for BIC, where they have like a Daniel, they have a, a Virgis back there, which Virgis was another monster and a different beast. And them have Olay bring his brother Q Bell over there, which Starry still like. I'm just like, man, the BIC is the reason why. That, that's why they and Ice Cream Truck was like, yo, they they tooling up. Mm-hmm. And you know, I'm not gonna hold you now. Olay is definitely Mount Rushmore defensive players of all time, maybe all time players, to be honest with you, you know, and you know, um, pairing him up with the upcoming, you know, the upcoming, you know, Cole defensive rookie of the year, um, last year, Alex Ferrari, crazy, man, and I, I, like I say, I watched that Watchmen BC game, when I said it was having a party in the backfield, it was crazy. Then you fast forward the next week. Did you really show us how to isolate them? Because that boy, big number 76, mm-hmm. uh, I think his name is Muggs. He was putting all white tees out the club. <laughs> he was putting hands on everything. Now, listen, if you, watch, if you watch the film, you watch the games, when that boy was, y'all know that play, when Tripp Williams from the 49ers was pulling and he blasted some dude. Oh, that's exactly what he reminded me of. Every yeah. time. Yeah, no. Every that time. was a physical yeah. uh, BIC. Yeah, that's their size and physicality B- BIC. Mm-hmm. Facts. Facts. And, uh, and another pickup that I don't, of course, you dudes don't really know him, but a, a pickup that I just kind of want to shout out and dog there is when Snag Salsa went to the U. Pairing him up with um, is that 25? Willie Mayweather. Is that 25? Um, the, the 25, yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, pairing him yeah. up with Mayweather and um Hard Body, man. Woo! People don't know a lot of people, you know, don't know who Snags is, but he may not be one of them dudes that's you know built in stature, but he is a tough son of a gun to bring down. Dude can do it. He can come out the backfield on a receiving tip, and he can you know he can run in between the tackles. He can also get outside, and as you can see, he'll get out there on special teams. He had a couple key stops 
in the victory when the UBBIC on yeah. special teams stopping the Shantae Rose. Yeah. He had a he had a couple, you know, you know, anytime a Shantae get it, we are it's an eighty percent chance we might be looking at a touchdown. Yeah. A seven so, might have the next post. <laughs> yeah. So you know what I mean? To me, I'm gonna be honest with you. And, and and I quote, Asante Worthy on special teams is what David Hester was in the NFL. Oh, for sure, <laughs> he for was sure. On special teams. Anytime we knew he was going to get that, guess what? He was going to the crib every time. And I kind of think that that's the, the effect that he has on the three-on-one throw-off for Shanti, you know. But when they put them dudes out there that just have just as much speed and breaking down and actually football IQ, you know, student athletes, you know, we see what we got. They kind of like low-key isolated them just a little bit. Yeah, and I think that's always that. That's the marquee matchup in the league for a reason. Um, these guys are always going to have wrinkles. What we don't talk about is behind the scenes. Like beyond that, you know, the X's and O's. Like you said, they're all smart, brilliant student. Like you said, student athletes for sure. Um, but mm-hmm. then you know the guys calling the plays, the guys that are managing that, um, are brilliant guys as well. That's guys that don't mm-hmm. get talked about. Um, I know my man from the U. He's a brilliant mind behind you know the team captain brilliant mind behind there Carl team building the way he built the team and whoever it is mm-hmm. I mean, we all know who's running behind uh, BIC and what they're running as well mm-hmm. so I think they always mm-hmm. have a counterpunch to each other and I think that's what makes it the marquee matchup of the of the league for sure mm-hmm. um, so yeah. it's, it's always going to be interesting um, and again like I love seeing that matchup I like seeing you know like the, seeing that question mark what the uh, the watchmen are going to bring like I said we got Huff now with the animals um, and we have our own threat to you guys in the in the Nightcrawlers, which again, you know, is is a wild card as well. Um, but mm-hmm. again, as we wrap up this podcast, and this is a great conversation, and we could have went for a whole another hour, honestly. But um, I think the takeaway I want um, every Florida listener to listen um, and to hear um, is again to go back to your words and saying that you want to give respect to Florida. You guys no want to see and understand what it is we have. And it's the problem that we've been having is we haven't been able to give our product out. I feel mm-hmm. like if you just saw our team from last year, if I could show you film from our last year uh, Orlando Ghost team, you'll see mm-hmm. why we, we've been in the championship every year. Okay. You know? And then again, you see, you'll see us play against the Nightcrawlers at the beginning of the season. Then you see what it's like when we get, I want to say, surprised in the championship game of what they brought in and why mm-hmm. that score was what it was. So I think it's just we don't have – you guys don't have the context. I just see, you know, when they put out the post, you see what the score is. It's like, man, they put up 60. Man, they put up 40. These guys put up 100 points in the last two weeks. Well, who are they playing down there? So, again, yeah. you guys want to give the props. It's on us to give the product – well, it's on our division – to give the product out so guys can see what it is that was going on down here. And mm-hmm. there is no disrespect up north of, oh, Florida ain't shit. They just don't know. And the guys yeah. that do know, well, unfortunately, the guys that get a, a, you know an introduction to us are getting our bad foot forward. You know, they're getting mm-hmm. not the good representation of us. You talk to me, you talk to Joe, you talk to a lot of other guys in this league, y'all be like, oh, the Florida dudes are cool as hell. Like you said, you mm-hmm. came down, you had conversation with them. They didn't seem like bad guys. No, not at all, bro. From, you know, from when we, of course, when we started the game, we was chirping at each other. When that game was over, when that final whistle blew, yeah. other than 
other than the refs being on some bullshit, yeah. them guys was, you know, they was, bro, they were just like regular dudes, just happy to see a newer team. You know what I mean? We yeah. was just as eager to play them as they were just as eager to play us because, yeah. you know, this is the first time we see each other. This is, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. this is new competition for us and them. So, you yeah. know what I mean? It was nothing but love after the game, man. Nothing. Yeah. And when we, and when they came up here, you know what I mean? Because I was at that game too. Yeah. After the game was over, nothing but love. Nothing but love and respect to the night all the dudes, man. Yeah. You know? And you're right. I definitely, I, I would love to show Florida, Las Vegas, and, you know, of course I saw Jersey love, but, you know, I don't really have too much from, you know, them two states, you know what I mean? Because yeah. I want to cover the whole league. Yeah. That's what my intention is. That's my goal. I want to cover the whole league. I don't want to constantly talk about Jersey and Baltimore because at that point, you know what that looks like. It's looking like, okay, well, you is always talk about North all the time. That's looking like you, you meat muggling. Yep. You know what I mean? And that's, I'm adopting that's that. not Meat muggling is definitely huh? – I'm, I'm, I'm adopting that. Meat muggling, I'm adopting that. I can't even lie. I'm still, <laughs> I'm still that one. I ain't going to lie you, to you. I've never heard that one before. Me neither. That one, <laughs> I heard pole jogging. I heard D-Ride. And I never heard meat muggling. That's brand new. I like that one. <laughs> yeah, for real, man. So, you know, um, I, I definitely want to give props and props due, you know, and I definitely want to show love not to just the nightcrawlers, but I, the crazy thing is when y'all first came into the league and I looked over all y'all teams, I say to myself, okay, I'm going to pick a team that I like. And I said to myself, all right, I'm going to rock with the Orlando Orange because orange is my favorite color and I like it the O. You know what I mean? So they was my favorite team, y'all, first year. And then I heard about the A-team. Then, yes, I did hear about the Orlando Ghosts. You know what I mean? But I heard the Nightcrawlers was trash at first. And then they added these whole bunch of dudes. And these, these, these niggas just took off fucking overnight. You yep. feel me? Yep. So, you know what I mean? I, I definitely heard that, but I didn't know how true it was. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, hey, you know, it is going to be what it is. But most definitely, man, I most definitely I would love to show Florida um, – Love, I would love for more dudes to come up on the show and talk that talk yeah. because when it's it's the playoff is is approaching soon. It is approaching soon, and guess what? RTU, we will be in Ohio. We will be there, front and center. Front and center. Field pass. <laughs> Online, yes. Online, yes. Yeah, so. I'm sorry. No, I was saying on live, on live, on from yeah, the field. On live, you know what I mean? Yeah. With, you know, going crazy, you know, because I love to see good football. Sure. No matter who wins or lose, I just want to see good football. football. Now, I told uh, a good resourceful person this, that there's only one way I root for the Nightcrawlers this year. It's if they make the championship. Yeah. It's the only way I'm rooting for them. Yeah. Now, are they one of my favorite teams personally? Low-key, yeah, because I like how they, I like what they bring. But the only reason why is because that's the only team I've really seen. Yeah. I'll get you that link. I'll definitely get you that link. Please. Again, Please, um, bro, I would love thank you Please. so very much for coming on the show. Like I said, this this won't be the last time. Hopefully we can collab again and get um get another episode on. I'll spend all night okay. uh, editing this, making sure that it's out. Um, this is being recorded tonight. I'm going to you know let guys in on the kitchen. I'm going to hopefully get this out by tomorrow morning. That's the goal. Um, let's see how well my son cooperates. Um, but Joey, do you have anything final to say to our guests? Nothing much, man. I mean, it's just really appreciate you coming on. Um, it was, it was a really fun time having you on really easy to talk to you. And like what he said a little bit earlier, I could definitely go on at least another hour, just chopping it up with you. Um, no doubt, man. Same here. And appreciate the love that you've been showing us on, on your, your show. And for anybody in Florida that hasn't heard your show, 
where can they find you? What socials can they follow you on? Okay, on Facebook, you can type in Real Talk You or RTU for short. On Instagram, it's called The Real Talk You. Those are the places, All right. Those are the places to follow him. Please, everybody in Florida, please go out there and follow him. Uh, show him some love. It's a great product. You guys will definitely enjoy it. Um, again, very special thank you to Joey for coming on here being my co-host. I appreciate you. Um, every week we're getting better, and I appreciate the growth that I'm watching. I'm seeing in you and in our show as well. Um, to all the listeners, thank you very much for listening. Press and play. Please recommend us to your friends. Listen, subscribe. Leave a five-star review like my man Bobani Jones say. If you leave four stars, we are inclined to believe you are a hater. So don't be a hater and leave five-star review for us. It'll help grow the platform, get us higher on these lists, get us more listeners. We went over our algorithms, and we, we definitely see where our listeners are coming from. From We actually have a pretty good female um, demographic. Didn't that surprise you a little bit, Joey? I mean, you got QB Bunch here, so I mean... Not really that surprised. I mean, Joey be wearing them <laughs> extra small shorts every Sunday. I'm, I'm sure that's what's driving up the female uh, viewers. But again, thank you so much for listening to the podcast, fellas. Appreciate y'all again for being on here. We are the Parlay. I am Joey. That is Woody. We had RTU on here. Still can't believe yes, it. Appreciate yes, y'all. Sir. It is one week later, and Corey still has as many wins as I do of his shirt. So shout out Corey Hammond. Oh, boy, no, hey, you can't trust my guy, man. My guy, he's he's in the worst situation ever. He, he's taking a beating every week, bro. <laughs> I can't even. That's my guy, man. So, I, I, I mean, I'm going to go to bat for bro. You hey, know, no, but, but, but Corey, Corey owes him a shirt. Corey, Corey talked that talk, said he was going to get him a shirt. He did not get him his shirt. So, Corey, get my Corey, man. Get man of your word, bro. <laughs> and we out. Oh, Appreciate and, y'all. And one more thing. I can say one more thing. Yeah, go for it. Go for it. RTU is hiring. I need a, you feel me? Doing this by myself for the past year or two, bro, it's been a little stressful. Bro. So if y'all want to throw y'all little resumes for anybody who's listening and they've been doing this podcast thing and they think they can come and help a good brother out, please. Bro, one of the Welcome. best things, just to get off topic, we, I promise you y'all, we're going to, this is why I said we could keep going. One of the best decisions I ever made was listening to Joey when he suggested him being my, my co-host. That's why I, I literally thank him every single week since he's joined because he has made this so sometimes just securing the guest sometimes just something as simple as yo man like some of the weeks i'll be like oh i got way too much going on joe's like, hey where's the podcast where's the podcast i'm like i need that bit of encouragement you know what i'm saying and then just getting on here mm-hmm. being able to you know just bounce back and forth being able to like i want to think or i want to pull something up joey goes in and make his point you know like bro that's why I yeah. give credit to you with what you do, man. Doing it by yourself, live, bullets flying, and it's still entertaining. Bro, that's, mm-hmm. that's, that's a credit and a shout-out to you for sure. Quick little shout-out, Woody. I'm about to be a dentist with the amount of teeth that I pull of his to try and get him on, on the show sometimes. Yeah, I, got, <laughs> I, got, I got three of them kids, man. I got three kids. Cut me some slack, man. But again, yes, thank you guys. We are the parlay. That is Joey. I am Woody. That is RTU, and we are out. Yes, sir. Oh, yes, this sir. Is, this is-